0: And welcome to Christmas Eve, it's the night before Christmas Andy's got his stockings on the shelf um, Gary can't find his uh, here, we, here we are, it's so happy isn't it? We're, we're so happy, here he is, Mr Andy Saunders How are you, you V flicking, stocking wearing Chelsea fan? I'm alright,
1: I love Christmas me, I love do it Do you?
0: Yeah I do Do you love it? Excellent. I do. I'm
1: big Christmas fan. It's my wife's birthday on Christmas Day. It's a big old deal in our house.
0: Oh, excellent. She's got a baby granddaughter double...
1: as well, so that's going to be nice.
0: Oh, and, yeah. and everyone can get together all right this, yeah, this year.
1: Yeah, it's going to be good. Um, so, yeah, no, looking forward to it. I like Christmas. And, um, you know, let's hope the football goes ahead.
0: Yes, absolutely. Well, <laughs> otherwise it's not so nice a Christmas. Otherwise, it's <laughs> a fairly pointless
1: podcast. But yeah. hey, Lil, yeah. we'll give it a go.
0: Hey, what do you mean it's not been pointless up till now? Up to this Incredible. Point. Talking of pointless, it's only the Essex Emperor, Mister Gary <laughs> Hayes.
2: Good alliteration there, Kerry.
0: Oh, you know, I just like to think on the spot like that. How are you, Gary? Are you excited? Are you all ready for Christmas?
2: Oh, I'm all ready, and um, I better be quick because there's a young lady who bought mistletoes, looking at me, saying, "Get off the podcast because it needs to be put to good use." <laughs> Gary, you know, literally, she, there's, there uh, isn't. There isn't a young lady there, is Andy there. Andy can't find his stockings because they're at mine.
1: <laughs> Gary, I'm looking. I'm looking at you. There's no young lady there. All there is 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 you holding <laughs> a sprig of rather wilted mistletoe. No, in now, a now she's walked sad to the kitchen. And cook, room. She's
2: cooking my dinner. She's cooking my dinner.
1: When's dinner?
0: She's she's cooking my dinner. <laughs> it's you oh and God. Bruce
1: sobbing oh, no, in, front of, in, in front of in front of in front of Disney films, isn't it? Hey, listen, it's listen. you and Bruce. Excuse. When's dinner? When's dinner ready?
0: <laughs> <laughs> See, look. There is Gary. Here. <laughs> Gary Throwback Hayes. It's the saddest. <laughs> is the most pitiful. I can't believe thing I've she got seen, that close to Gary. the door. I must have left the
2: chain a bit too long.
0: <laughs> oh my God! We apologise to all our listeners. He is from the 1970s. Andy and I. Sorry, are the Jim Davidson's just calling me. Yeah. Go, you still going for that drink, Gal? Yeah, I'm sure I'm sure he probably is. Right, Andy, and should we just do this between us and leave him to his mistletoe? Uh we, <laughs> we've got a wonderful selection of fixtures this Christmas. We've got Villa, Brighton and Liverpool. Now, this could be yep. a make or break period for us, couldn't it, Andy? Uh
1: yeah. Um uh, yeah, look, it's going to be it's going to be very interesting. I think um <sighs> Look, two of those fixtures we should do okay in. Um, You know, Brighton, I think, is winnable. Villa is winnable. Liverpool, we watched them, you know, play against Spurs uh, earlier in the week. And it was, you know, it was a really, really good game of football. And it showed that they are vulnerable. Um, And I think Liverpool have been vulnerable all season. But certainly um, Brighton and Villa, if we can put a halfway decent team out and start to take some of the chances that we create. Listen, I think this could be the start of a resurgence.
0: Oh, I love it. That's such a positive feeling after the slight upsetness and misery of this week's earlier podcast. Gary, how are you seeing this period? Is this make or break? Can we come through it all? Because of course, I think none of our COVID players will be back until is it the Liverpool game?
2: Well, it depends if they were vaccinated. Why? Because if they were vaccinated, they don't have to isolate.
0: Right. Uh, and so yeah, this, is, this is the
2: one thing that a lot of people haven't taken into account is that if the players are vaccinated and they get a positive test, they, they can keep testing until they get released, which is why Havertz was tested positive. Then he was negative, so he was released. So if they haven't been vaccinated they have to isolate for 10 days regardless.
1: Right. So, so what you're saying is if they get a negative test during that period, then they're yeah. released? Okay. Yeah,
2: so it could be that we get them all back and it could be they had a very mild, you know, this, this Omicron nonsense that we we're all dealing with. They say that some people have got it, but have no symptoms. So let's hope that that's the case. And if that is the case and we get those players back, I think suddenly this Christmas period changes for Chelsea.
0: Um, hey, you've tipped me up there, but what would you feel if you find none of them come back? That would mean they were all unvaccinated. Would you be cross with them? Well, personal choice, isn't it?
2: <laughs> I'm not going to tell someone they got to do something. I, I'm vaccinated, but that's just my choice. I'm not going to tell Jorginho or Mount or Hudson-Odoi what they've
0: got to do. Oh, Apart please, from, go down a the, 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 I'd the, love to see you go and
2: tell them off. The, the only thing I'll tell them to
0: do is get it forward, forward, forward. get rid. <laughs> get, get rid and get it forward. Get it in the net, you mug. (laughs) Movement. (laughs) I mean... (laughs) Squeeze. (laughs) Box them in. Man on. Man (laughs) on. All day. We could do this for (laughs) hours. I think people are switching off now. How do you how do you say see that these these games going score wise? Can you see us finding without strikers, is there any hope in our in our team at the moment with the squad we've been playing with? If we don't get Werner back, if we don't get Lukaku back?
1: look we know we know that there are goals in this squad we know there are goals in the fullbacks for example we know that we can create opportunities slip the fullbacks in Kante's going to be key if Kante plays and Kante can drive forward Kante can can you know sort of open up space moving forward that's going to allow Rhys James and Alonso to, to and both of those we know can score goals we know Pulisic can score goals we know that Mason Mount can score goals we know that Ziyech can score goals there are goals in this team you know it's a case of whether when the opportunity comes we take them and I don't think it's a case of can we create the opportunities because we can it's a case of can we finish that's the big variable that's what we discussed on the last podcast so that's why I'm saying against teams like Brighton and Villa who you know are not amazing at the back I think that we can create opportunities I think we're solid enough at the back I think especially when kante's back in the team we 're solid enough defensively we've proved that in the early part of the season to to be able to you know to play a sensible and measured game. We just have to put the opposition teams under pressure and uh, and take the game to them finish our chances you know that's why i 'm optimistic about it doesn 't matter who plays. we know that if those players step up and stand up to be counted, no matter who 's playing, we have the quality to be able to at least give ourselves the opportunity to win games.
0: Fair enough. And Gary, do you think we've got what it takes to become ruthless this Christmas?
2: We have. I just think what concerns me is that when we play Villa on Boxing Day, if that goes ahead, they wouldn't have played for 12 days. I know they've had COVID stuff and blah, 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 but they've had 12 days of no pressure. They've had 12 days of players not play, having to play at a huge intensity right you know and if we when we play um brighton their last game was on the 15th of december so if they play on boxing day against um brentford they would not have played for 11 days but if they don't even play boxing days you're looking at two weeks since they played so i think that's why that wolves game and you see Tuchel reacting the way he did because suddenly they realize what, what it means to chelsea and i think that it <clears throat> it's, it's that time of the year where the games happen so quick with a turnaround that it does become a leveler, right? Where you'll see these crazy results of Chelsea will beat Villa 4-0 on Boxing Day, but then they'll lose 2-0 to Brighton. You know, you, you, you see these anomalies in the, in the fixture list, whereas if it was Saturday to Saturday throughout the season, they wouldn't happen. That's the thing that concerns me. It's just that the period Chelsea are in where the form was slumping a little bit. Not that it was a crisis, but it was a little bit to be concerned about. And suddenly we've got extra games on our legs that Villa aren't going to have. The Brighton aren't going to have. I'm not really too bothered about Liverpool yet,
1: but those two games worry me. Yeah, look, Villa look like they're they're you know reasonably strong at the moment. They, I mean, they lost to Southampton, who are a bit rubbish. Uh, they lost a lost to Liverpool. They lost to City. They beat Norwich, I think. They beat you know they beat a couple of other teams that were there or thereabouts. I mean, I think it's um uh you know it, it, they're, they're a team that can you know, can squeeze out results, they beat Palace 2-1, you know, these are not, you know, they're not, it's not nailed on that they're going to come along, give us a performance, what, you know, where, whether they've got games in their legs or not, I just think that, you know, we have to go out there and believe, and that's what's been so disappointing about previous results against, for example, Wolves and Everton, is that I think they were both winnable games, and we should have won them, and we didn't, and we didn't step up, I think that, you know, as long as we step up, and as long as we finish those chances, we've got every opportunity to turn our fortunes around.
0: All right, well, uh, Gary, we should close this because, of course, you've got to go and wrap all my presents. And um, we need to get on with Christmas because it's just round the corner. Uh, Gary, give me your predictions for Villa, Brighton, <clears throat> and Liverpool, one after the other, please.
2: Oh, we're doing Liverpool as well. Right, so Villa, 1 1. Although, you know what? We did play Villa. Remember Boxing Day 2007, we played them 4 4. All. four. Sheva got two.
0: Oh. That, I, do you know, I was in um, Marco Pierre White's place at the, at the bridge after that game. Why? And uh, to have something to eat. I with, went with Phil? With Phil. It was what, you, called
2: Marco's, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, that's right. And it was actually very good. And we were in there um, having a very nice uh, uh, lunch. And um, Martin O'Neill was a manager, wasn't he, then? Yeah. And he was in there with all his daughters... And then Avram Grant came in and joined Martin O'Neill for for the meal. There you go. Isn't it incredible who you bump into at uh, Stanford Bridge? Must have been but, a
2: barrel of last for those two around.
0: Oh, I tell you. <laughs> oh, it was
1: thoroughly amusing. Mum, but you, you and Phil Daniels in Marco's. Yeah. That's an odd thing. You You don't do that kind of thing normally.
0: We took our partners there for a special meal out. That was nice, that was wasn't it, Gary, thought. to get
1: an invite to that, wasn't it? Well, I don't, I don't know Kerry then, so... Yeah,
0: yeah. well, don't Ke- worry. Ke- you Kerry have got didn't realise how I valuable
2: had. I was at, at that time.
0: <laughs> mm, okay. <laughs> uh, moving on to Andy's scores, please. Oh, to- no, so Andy, I've only, I've only I've done one. Yet? I said uh, one all, and then you start talking about Marco Pierre White, right,
2: you mug. <laughs> <laughs> Brighton, Did you know, Brighton, it's, it's really interesting when you look at their results, because... Um, They don't really lose a lot, but they draw a lot of games. Yeah. And um, so their last one in the league actually came in September. But then between September and now, they've only actually lost three games, but they've drawn nine, which is pretty incredible. Obviously, that's not including Brentford on boxing day, but I reckon we will beat Brighton because I'll be going with my best friend to that game. And who's your best friend, Gary? I'm intrigued. Well, yeah. I can't. I, I'm trying to make up for the mistake from earlier on the start of this podcast. So, yeah. Uh,
0: what was the mistake <laughs> from earlier?
2: I was talking about my dinner being cooked. It was only a joke. Do not cancel me.
0: Oh,
1: okay. <laughs> I was just well, looking like at those Brighton it. results. You're quite right. There's an awful lot of draws in there. Yeah. Good team.
2: They're hard maybe, to beat, clearly, but I think I think we'll win that. So I want to go for 1-0 in that. And then for Liverpool, because I hate Liverpool, I want to say Chelsea
0: 4, Liverpool 0. I love that. That's idiotic. It's wonderful. Andy, over to you for yours, please. I think we'll beat Brighton because,
1: as Gary says, a lot of draws in there. Um, they're attritional, but we can be attritional too. So, look, take our chances. I think that's going to be a 2-0 win for us. Uh Villa, I think I think we'll win that Stevie G uh, and all that you know they've 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 got some results but they haven't been overly convincing again I think we can win that one I'm um, going to say 2-0 again Liverpool I'll take a draw I'll take a draw in that one
0: 1-0 Okay well I'm going to go for 1-0 1-0 1-0 I think to I think whom? that's what it's going to be to us Oh I'm not going to predict for the others Muppet it's Christmas we're not giving away these goals I hope anyway right well look that's it that's it we're done we're actually done for this year 2021 it's been an odd one But look, we'd all like to say, well, first of all, I'd like to say thank you, Andy, as always, for being with me all year, keeping me company, talking absolute twaddle. It's been wonderful. It's been a pleasure. And yeah, we'll carry on doing it next year. So cheers, Andy. Gary, there's so much I'd like to say to you. But none of it should be aired in public. Um, <laughs> other than I will say, it's been lovely having you on. You're you're so erudite and thoughtful, and and thank you for giving us a taste of the seventies again. I'm glad we've left it behind. Well, and, you know, uh, <laughs> Ron
2: Ron is going to read uh, "Silent Night" to see us out for
0: Christmas. <laughs> Please
2: don't. <laughs> Sorry, Ron
0: because I was laughing, Ron suddenly went Dutch. <laughs> He's always been Dutch. <laughs> God <laughs> says. That'll ruin
1: everybody's Christmas.
0: I am good. Well, good you know, I Ron,
2: to... sit by the fire as I read you silent nights.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Well that's it. At really, really never...
1: apologise for that, listeners. Uh,
0: yeah, and thank God we never heard from the Kiwis either. Um, that's been really Well, you know, good. bro, this show's coming out Christmas Eve. We're actually 13 hours ahead at this time of year, bro. So it's actually Christmas Day. <laughs> <laughs> Superb. What can I it's say? He's laughing. Even Andy is laughing. Andy, Andy is actually laughing. He's really <laughs> struggling not to make a sound on his microphone. Um, but I'm not sure if it's laughter with or at. Anyway, well, look, I'm going to let you boys go back to your stockings and get ready and tuck yourself up. Have a wonderful Christmas, everyone. Have a blue Christmas. Remember, we all love Chelsea and we're all in this together. And Gary, don't stay up for Santa. If you want to advertise on or sponsor this show, check us out at playbackmedia.com.